0: one warning, warning, this truth of It gets beyond all the headlines you read Don't need lip service with the weekend or night. You need a man on a mission from God. Well, not to worry, here's Bob, in your life. Bob, Bob in your life Greetings to the brightest audience in the country. Welcome to Bob in Your Life. I'm the pastor of Denver Bible Church, We have an update from yesterday's Cuomo program that we did and the executive privilege of the powerful, white, democratic politician. Executive privilege, like with the Clintons and with Andrew Cuomo, at least to date, we'll see what happens from here. But executive privilege has meant that they can sexually harass even sexually assault women with impunity and still be the leaders of their party. Cuomo's been considered a likelihood for a possible presidential run. And we have Joe Biden sexually assaulting Tara Reid. We have Bill Clinton sexually assaulting Juanita Broderick. And all of them at the top of their game, heroes to the left. So when the left says, Whatever their claimed principle is, like my body, my choice, which is utterly exposed as a lie by them wanting to force a COVID vaccine into everyone, what liars they are and have always been. These decisions are best made by the patient and their doctor, those lying dog hypocrites. And we care about women Honoring women, respecting women, and the white, powerful men who disrespect women the most and provably the most are their biggest heroes. Go back to Bill Clinton and the bimbo eruptions that Hillary, how she oversaw the mocking of the women that he sexually harassed and sexually assaulted. And Hillary Clinton herself setting back the cause of dignity for women a generation, a century. And the same thing with creepy Joe Biden and with Andrew Cuomo. In a couple minutes, I'd like you to hear the audio that put the lie to Cuomo's claim. He was being investigated for sexually harassing and sexually assaulting women in the New York State government, his staffers, and others. And he lies as he's being investigated. That's not a surprise. That's expected. But one of the lies had to do with a song. One of his administrators, executive assistant, said that he would sing her the lyrics of a song from the 60s the song is Do You Love Me, and it, it was very uncomfortable to her, and Cuomo, when he's being interviewed, he says, it never happened, I never sang any song to any woman, and I don't even know that song. So what happens? As soon as his claim becomes public, the audio recording of him singing that song on one particular occasion goes public. So it's about a minute long, and it's from Governor Cringe. So it might make you cringe. And the main thing here, aside from him starting the phone call, okay, honey, is that he obviously lied. Not only that he would never sing a song or parts of a song. to a woman staffer, but also that he doesn't know that song. He doesn't even know that song, and he certainly doesn't know it well enough to sing it to someone. So on yesterday's program, after we presented the case against Andrew Cuomo, we then tied in the British journalist, well, the alleged journalist from Britain, and the United Nations UNICEF report, these are all related. The alleged journalist tweeting that we need pornography made for children. And you remember her defense after she was condemned from almost all quarters. I mean, not from, as far as I could see, not from homosexuals who've been radically pro-sex with children for decades. And we document that, including leading homosexual publishers, homosexual organizations, and that's all documented. You can get to that at kgov.com pedophiles. That's our big, ugly list of liberals supporting pedophiles. But aside from homosexuals, as far as I know, This alleged journalist was condemned from all quarters, and her defense was, well, I'm not talking about young kids. Her tweet, it said, someone needs to create pornography for children. Hear me out. Young teens need entry-level porn. That's what she wrote. How's that? Freak. And so when she's condemned from all quarters... In her defense, she tweeted to clarify, I'm talking about 14-year-olds. How's that? So she actually doesn't know what young teens means. I mean, 14-year-olds are among young teens. Everybody knew that. But young teens would mean 13, 14, 15. That's what she meant. But then to defend herself, she says, I'm talking about 14-year-olds, and 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds freak, just like at UNICEF. The United Nations and their report, this is all related with Cuomo, their report that watching pornography makes children neither upset nor happy, suggesting that pornography is not harmful to children. How's that? So that story, now we've been warning people about the United Nations here on Bob and Your Live for 30 years. Just like we've been warning people about the public schools for 30 years. Just like we've been warning people about homosexuals and that if we don't recriminalize homosexuality, they will criminalize your Christianity and your morality, and your family, and your heterosexuality. Those warnings that we gave out on this show back in the 90s, early 90s, early 90s, I know what that means, back in the early 90s, those warnings tragically but steadily have been coming to pass the reality of the threat while much of the body of Christ was asleep. And our leaders practically a wall. So there is a connection. These are all related to Creepy Cuomo. In that society is so grotesquely sexualized. Last night, we're watching a YouTube video. And an ad comes on. A kid's movie trailer. It runs. So... I didn't notice the name of the movie. You know how you defocus, you're waiting for your video to resume? So I paid no attention to it until I was wrenched back to the screen just in time to watch an animated kid's character say an all-too-popular refrain with the F-word. But they disguised the F-word so that the kids' movie doesn't exactly say the F-word, but for all intents and purposes, it does. In the most common phrase used popularly with the F-word. We need to issue a fatwad for the producers, directors, and actors to be severely flogged. That seems appropriate. Every now and then we issue a fatwad Here on Bob Inert Live. So Judgment Day, on some days more than during others, even though I know there will be more than enough tears to go around, I cannot wait for Judgment Day. And that promo surged that desire within me. I cannot wait. I don't know if that was a Disney film I have no idea what the film was. It seemed like a brand new children's movie. Got the sense from the trailer. But Walt Disney Studios, they love to give a platform to child molesters. They like that. In fact, even recall they gave a platform to a convicted child molester who they hired to direct their movie Powder. The pervert's name is Victor Salva, S-A-L-V-A. And the film Powder, it's it's quasi-autobiographical. It's about his own life. And he's a convicted child molester. We're talking young kids. His film Powder, it argues that people like him, that people are hated just because they're different. And Salva's subtle and not-so-subtle film support for child molestation in this Disney film, the main character gets beat up just after a scene at a boy's locker room shower. How's that? After videotaping one of his molestation incidents, he videotaped, hey, he's a film director, right? He's into video. He videotaped himself molesting a child. He's convicted of child molestation. So this director spent 18 months of a three-year sentence incarcerated for repeatedly molesting a 12-year-old boy actor from two of his films. How's that? And Disney puts him to work again to be the Director of his own film to tell his own story and how people like him are simply misunderstood. They're rejected because they're different. When I see Disney, I crave Judgment Day. Just seeing Disney, just the name, I crave Judgment Day. So with Disney on his resume, he was able to, this is back in 2017. This molester, Salva, was able to go on to direct his own franchise with his latest film released in 2017, and guess what he had to do? Hollywood film reviewers, they were reviewing it before it hit the theaters, they were so disgusted by a scene in the film that this pervert had to remove his own Because imagine that, this is saying something. It disgusted Hollywood film reviewers. They revel in filth. They love perversion. And they were so disgusted. In the film, an adult wanting to be physical with a 13-year-old child. And the character in the film says, can you blame him? I mean, this is a pervert child molester. And this is just one bullet, guys, on our big ugly list of liberals supporting pedophiles. This is one bullet. And there are scores of bullets of specifics documented where liberals support pedophiles. So Disney effectively mainstreamed a child molester. And then that came home to roost for them. As they fired, remember they fired James Gunn, their billion dollar Guardians director, because he joked in tweets about sex with children? You know, the kinds of things that Salva actually videotaped himself doing, then James Gunn was joking about it, and they had to fire the director of their billion dollar franchise. So it's just coming home to roost. It's like O.J. Simpson's attorney, remember his dream team, the perverts, Johnny Cochran, remember him? He helped to mainstream, a murderer, so that millions of people, especially in the black community, tragically celebrated when O.J. Simpson got acquitted of murder with overwhelming evidence. And so Johnny Cochran is the one who helps to mainstream a murderer. And shortly after the trial, his own son was murdered. His own son. So devastating. When you have a culture of bloodshed, you shouldn't be shocked when people are murdered. It's no longer shocking. And when you have a culture that has emptied the cup of lust to its dregs, You shouldn't be shocked when powerful white politicians use their executive privilege to sexually harass and sexually assault the women around them. So now we have the audio, and it's gross. I've not wanted to get to it, but here we are. And the point of this audio is not just that it's cringeworthy. This Cuomo, he claims to this young gal, you could tell by their voices, you know, just as the lengthy report concludes from the New York State Attorney General that Governor Andrew Cuomo would systematically sexually harass young women, young pretty women, you could tell that's what's going on. He starts to call, hi, honey. Hi, honey. And he says uh, when he's singing this song and she doesn't recognize the song, and he says, well, it's before your time. And then he says, well, it's even before my time because it's from the 50s. Well, I looked it up. It's not from the 50s. Do You Love Me by The Contours. It's from the early 60s. Early 60s. Do I know what that means? Yeah, I know what that means. Early 60s. So the main point of this is that when this assistant said to the investigators that Cuomo would sing to her, she is Charlotte Bennett, and Cuomo says it's not true. It's a lie. I would never sing to any woman. I certainly didn't sing to this woman. I don't even know the song. I couldn't sing the song. I don't even know the song. So here we have some audio because Ms. Bennett had to take dictation, and so she recorded the call. Hello? Hi, Governor. Yeah. This is Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I am ready. You don't know that song. No. Before your time. It's before my time, but I I appreciated the singing. Do you love me? Do you really love me? Do you love me? Do you? <laughs> I'll have to listen now. Yep. It's like the 50s. It's before even my time. Oh, there you go. That's, now I have less of an excuse. Are you ready? Yes. That little snippet begins with Okay, honey, completely inappropriate. And we are, at that time of that call, what was that, 2019, right? That's October 4th, 2019. We are two years into the explosion of the Me Too movement in which men do not need to feign intimacy or tenderness with the women who they work with. And when you put this in the context of the rest of the report of Cuomo creating a toxic work environment where many women, many women, reported how uncomfortable they were by his touching, reminds us of creepy Uncle Joe, by his touching, in one case, by his groping, in another case in an elevator to a New York state trooper dragging his finger down her back from her neck down her back. And so this woman, Bennett, just adds this into the mix and say, it's, it's just creepy. And I don't need the governor singing to me, do you love me? And calling me honey. And pointing out that really, he's sort of young like me, because this song came out a decade before he grew up. And that's not true. It's not from the 50s. It's from the 60s. So here at Bob Inuit Live, all these years, when we have made the case that not only do the Democrats, this double standard, which is a benefit to Republicans... It's a benefit to conservatives. It's a benefit to Christians that they cannot get away with sexually mistreating women the way Democrats do. You get that? It's a benefit. The double standard is a benefit to the Republicans. But they've never gotten that. They've complained about it the whole time. Now, I know their point. Their point is that Democrats get away with this stuff. But truth be told, there is plenty of evidence of terrible behavior. I mean, more than evidence. Confirmation on a biblical standard of horrific behavior. I mean, what sleaze behavior from Donald Trump that we know of. And the feigned objection by republicans and conservatives against bill clinton even all those who never believed that he actually raped a campaign worker Juanita broderick just all the other slimeball sleazebag behavior just all that and how that would be enough to disqualify anyone for even asking for your vote to lead the nation And then Donald Trump comes along, and all that is completely irrelevant. It is utterly and completely irrelevant hypocrites. And I realize hypocrite means nothing to the left, but when you get into the realm of politics and you threaten a conservative sacred cow, they can play the hypocrite with the best of the left. No problem at all. Hypocrisy. So we have been warning our audience, the body of Christ, the public at large, about the grotesque sexualization of the culture and that committed against women by powerful, progressive, left-wing, socialist, Democrat men and the complicity overwhelmingly of the Republican Party overwhelmingly, and the leaders of the church with what percentage of pastors who will brag about their favorite movies, and you only have to talk for a few minutes until they mention movies that have horrific sexual nudity, provocative sexual nudity, sexual behavior from pastors. Peyton Manning's not a pastor, but I remember him mentioning his favorite TV series. It was an HBO show I had never heard, but I knew that was the same as him saying that he's addicted to pornography. It was the same thing. It was the big HBO series at the time, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. So what is the solution? For us Christians, we need to advocate that pornography needs to be recriminalized. That's what we need to advocate for, and if you're ashamed of doing that, you're ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because Jesus said that he made us male and female, and sexual behavior is only legitimate within marriage, only legitimate within marriage. So you're ashamed of him if you're ashamed to advocate for the recriminalization of pornography and of all sexual behavior outside of marriage, fornication, prostitution, adultery, all needs to be recriminalized. The federal government's even run houses of prostitution in Nevada. When for back taxes, they took control of them and actually the federal government actually ran houses of ill repute. How's that one? Under the excuse of well they had to recover the back taxes, but in reality it was because the governing officials were perverts. That's why. It's just like the Olympic Committee requiring women to dress like they're going to appear in a porn flick and they require them to dress like that in order to participate in a, an Olympic sporting event? And why is that? Why, why does that happen? It's because the pervert old men can't wait once every four years for the women's summer Olympics events. That's why, because they're a bunch of perverts. That's exactly why, and here in Colorado at Adams City High School, where I was on the District Accountability Committee for District 14, Adams County Public Schools, this is back in the 80s, when I saw the school officials, in fact, the superintendent, Richard Weber of Adams County District 14, just filled with glee... At the mention of kids having sex. I mean, at one point in one meeting, he stood up and threw his arms up toward the ceiling of the classroom we're in. And he goes up on his toes and he says, we know that kids are having sex. And he's smiling from ear to ear. And they actually not only distributed condoms to the kids, but I won't say what kind of condoms. I won't say because it's too disgusting. It's just simply too disgusting. Those freaks. And so I resigned from that position. And a couple small local newspapers published my resignation letter. And then three years later, the Rocky Mountain News republished my resignation letter. That's unusual. No. Because in my resignation letter, I predicted that because the school was going against all the research— that shows that this would increase teen pregnancy at Adams City High School. It wouldn't decrease, it would increase. Therefore, I resigned, because clearly they were child sex advocates. They weren't concerned about stopping kids from having sex. Not in the least. They wanted to promote it. So when I resigned, then three years later, after they'd been... Giving out condoms to kids now for two years. You know how many babies were born at Adam City High School? 108 babies born in one school year. And guess what? Only half the student body was female. Unbelievable the percentage of girls who gave birth that year. And down in Aurora at Gateway High School, 80 kids were born in one school year. So Adam City took the state title hundred and eight babies born and that's why the rocky mountain news republished that newsletter so society is intensely grotesquely set sexualized and we christians we need to advocate for what god says and without shame This is Bob Inyart inviting you to read our manuscript, The Plot, for an overview of the whole Bible. Call us at 800-836-9278. That's 836-9278.